If I could just crush here tonight, anyway, I got no for driving. Anyway, I got nowhere to go. Tomorrow we can drive around this town and let the cops chase us around. That's as good as something might be found to take its place. Hey, jealousy. Hey, jealousy. Hey, jealousy. You know what I'm talking about? What's going on, everybody out there? Simbali, TNSP, the North Star Podcast. Told you guys. Um, Yeah, this is where I'm at, man. This is where I'm at. This is where I'll be. Um, I cannot say I'm going to be giving you guys two hours. I might just give you 30 minutes, but we'll come here and run through a few topics. I know that I can talk, and I forget that. I forget about the time that's going. I look up, and I'm like, all right, I got a bunch of things I want to get to. Let me just talk for a second. I look up, 30 minutes has, has passed. Nigga, you just talk too long. You good talking ass. Nigga, that's what my teachers used to say. Shut your ass up. I'm... You know what I'm saying? I go to class and I start teaching the class and talking and shit, man. It's crazy. So what's going on, everybody out there? Simba Ali, the North Star Podcast. Oh, one thing I see. Thank you for everybody that um uh, downloaded the last episode. I'm talking about podcasters, right? I'm talking about the podcast listeners. Um, Honestly, when I did my live on um YouTube, I didn't think it would get to where it got. It got to like almost 100 people showed up. So like I said, I'm just building it back up to where, you know, I can get like a thousand and, you know, then I'm going to go ahead and, and I'm going to go ahead and throw that sauce on all my social media pages. And then y'all going to see me up in the tens and the twenties and then it's going to be a problem. You know what I mean? You just got to learn. So anyway, Simba Ali, we are here. Um, Yeah, like I said, we just chilling, man. We just chilling. I'm here with the people. Um, if y'all want to talk, we can talk. Otherwise, I'll be in for about maybe 30, 20 minutes. I can't tell you, but this is where I'll be. You know, this is where I'll be. This is where I'll be. We can talk about a few things. Let me grab my eyeglasses. We can talk about a few things. You know, nigga always does got something to talk about now. Let's not, let's not lose our goddamn mind and think I have nothing to talk about. We have some things to talk about. This is just homeroom saying what's up. Oh, um, the new show. Uh, I wanted to talk to you guys about the new show that I'm going to be doing. It's the actual show, my podcast, when it comes to guests. Hey, Jealousy. Um, this is, I think this is where I was trying to go yesterday when I was telling, uh, you know, up and coming podcasters, like, stop, you know, warming your hands around the hip hop fire. It's like, that's all we know. It's like that's all black people know. If you're black and you want to do a podcast, you try to do sports or you or you do hip hop. It's like you don't we don't have any other interests. It's just sad. Um, and um, oh, what's going on, big head? Yo, you use a big head nigga. What's going on? That's my niece right there. Just came in. See, fam. That's what I'm saying. You know, she could dip if she got something to do. That's all I asked for my family. And I didn't ask you guys to just pop a 
come in. What's up, motherfucker? You big head motherfucker. You see how she came in? That's my niece. Hey, big head motherfucker. What's up? You know that she might got something to do. You know, niece got something to do. I got to go. I just seen you up. I had to come in, show some love. What's going on? Let me put her up. See, now I know how to put her up. Ooh, I'm finna put my, I'm finna put my baby. I'm finna put my baby's um thing up there because I know how to do it now. What's up? What's going on? That's my niece right here, y'all. Hold on, where is that? Don't hide it, divide it. Where my niece at? There she is. Bang. That's my niece. That's my niece. Yeah, yeah. See what I'm talking about, man? I mean, I'm telling you, man. There's a few people who love my ass. There's a few people. What's going on? But uh yeah. Um, what the fuck? Is oh, so hip hop, not from Minnesota. Now, if you're in New York or if you're in a hotbed, Atlanta, you know what I mean? That way you can get some rapper that's probably gonna be on the scene pretty soon. You from Texas, New Orleans, you're from a place that funnels drill rappers, right? Minnesota is not a hotbed for drill music. We ain't got nigga, it's not like that here. It's not like that here. So when I see all these podcasters like I'm doing hip hop and you're doing underground hip hop, that's what you're gonna send in your podcast around, nigga. That's crazy, it's madness. Um, I think you should. I told my podcast peers and I give games. Sometimes I give it a little bit harsh and they don't like to take it. Like um, I fell out with this one nigga, you know, I was on his show a while ago. He's a, he's a uh, dread headed nigga. I was on the show a while ago. He's another fellow media nigga, but me and him fell out because this nigga really thought I was talking to him. Now this was during the time when um, Adam 22, this is before Adam 22 let that one six foot six brother long dick his wife. Now, this is before that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It is before that. This is when, um, what had happened? Something, I think like AD or something. Like Adam had did something and I was telling, I was trying to tell AD and all black media, um, my black media peers, I always will love you and only got one rapper and you, we only got the one rapper from now. <laughs> what you talking about? My niece is wild around. Are you driving? My niece might be driving now. You driving? I I always would love you. We only got one rapper from Dinky Town. I'm not from no goddamn Dinky Town. Now we will fight on this motherfucking uh, live stream about that Dinky Town. Who's one rapper from Dinky Town? I'm not from no goddamn Dinky Town. I'm not far from Dinky Town. But goddamn it, I was born at 1401, the uh, part of your apartment buildings. Goddamn it. I was born in the high rise and I, yeah, I'm talking about, I'm a North side born motherfucker and stayed over in the Bannockers and shit like that, nigga. And went to motherfucking Phyllis Wheatley and shit like that. And went to major stepping and shit with like, yeah, I'm a, yeah, I'm a North side nigga. I'm both actually, you know what I mean? Then I went to the West bank, not fucking dinky town, West bank. Yeah. Fucking dinky town. Me and my niece finna fight up in this motherfucker. Uh, hold on. All right. But what was I trying to say? I was trying to say something. Oh, yeah. So fucking hip hop. What are you doing hip hop for, nigga? Blah, blah, blah. Uh, Jazzy Wells always going to support. Man, this is my nigga Jazzy Wells. See, when I say not be saying a lot of shit about certain groups, it's because the, the most of them don't fuck with me. But this is one of my niggas that fuck with me. Jazzy Wells always will. And Jazzy Wells is like the, he's like the mafia nigga where when two sides don't get along, you just got to pay respect when you at Jazzy Wells' house. Look what he's always going to support, bro. Much love. So Jazzy Wells, one of them gang, I don't want to hear that shit. You know, yeah, 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 Jazzy Wells, one of them niggas. I don't hear about none of you niggas not fucking with each other, nigga. When you come around me, nigga, we all fuck with each other or don't come around me, nigga. I don't do that pick sides. I love that shit. I hate when niggas start picking sides. Yeah, I'm over here with the cool guys or I'm over here with the smart guys. Nah, nigga, I don't pick sides when it comes to my friends. 
any of my friends come around talking bad about the other one, nigga, hey, 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 hey. you better call that nigga. Fuck you talking about me? That's my nigga, just like you, my nigga. What we're not gonna do is sit around and talk about that nigga. No, no, not that nigga. No, we can sit around and talk about the Yankees. We can talk about a lot of shit, nigga. A lot of shit going on. Montgomery fight, nigga. We can talk about a lot of shit. One thing we're not gonna do is sit and just badmouth this nigga like he's thinking that nigga's out, nigga. We all done wild shit, nigga. Now I'm talking about. So shout out to my nigga Jazzy Wells, man. Jazzy Wells. Yeah, it's gonna happen, man. It's we coming, man. We coming. Like I said, it's a bunch. It's a bunch of people that have rolled with me through the whole way. And I'm just, I just wanna. I, I got big plans. I got big plans. Just wait, well, big plans, man. Big plans. I'm about to big plans. So, and I'm just saying that that just, I'm just saying letting my nigga Wells know like that I love him and I ain't I ain't forgotten like him DP. It's a couple of niggas that hey fam. Bring that shit over here. I got the whoop. I got the, come on, man. Let's do a couple whoop. Me and Jazzy Wells, we got to. When I get this studio, and that's what I wanted to talk to you guys about. Again, so let's get back on track. My, 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 my niece almost got me in. My niece almost got, we finna fight up in this morning. No, I'm not at home. And Young Gravy is from Dinky Town. Oh, Young Gravy. Okay, you're right, you're right, you're right, you're right. Okay, my fault, my fault. Yep, Young Gravy is from Dinky Town. Young Gravy, you damn right. You damn right. My fault, man. I thought, because you know Dinky Town is right by the West Bank. That's why I thought you was trying to crack jokes niggas used to do that to me uh Leti. niggas used to crack jokes and say oh nigga you from river bluff nigga river bluff is over there it's close but nah nigga we ain't from no fucking river bluff nigga we scrap out this bitch this west bank we're closer to the indian projects you feel me <laughs> we we closer to the indian projects nigga that's what we playing nigga niggas like oh yeah you over there by river bluff nah you by dinky town nah 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 we about Indian projects, nigga. That's here. Yeah, that's how some we get down. That's, that's, yeah, yeah. We over there rumbling with the native mob and shit, nigga. Yeah, 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 yeah. Over there fucking with the Shot Town niggas. My nigga Twig and them we moved a little bit farther than the Indian projects. They had the house right there on Cedar. Twig and DB had the house right there on Cedar. Niggas used to fuck around in the alley. What was that? Twenty fifth. Man, don't don't see. That's what I'm saying. Niggas, niggas ain't cut from what I'm cut from. Nigga, niggas think this is some. Oh, he's some what? Nigga, please, nigga. These are my thoughts, nigga. I just don't go where everybody go, nigga. But nigga, I'm blacker than the blackest night, nigga. I'm blacker than the blackest night. I swear for law. I swear for law, I'm blacker than the blackest night. You're a different kind of special. You got them right, Leeti. I'm a different kind of special. I'm trying to tell these motherfuckers, man. Man, when God made me, he took the mold and said, can't do it. You put too many niggas like this out here, and there's no way wicked can exist. Wicked has to exist. The purpose is yin and the yang. There has to be wicked and there has to be righteousness. But if you make too many symbolies, wickedness would never, ever have a chance. No, nah, they'd be attacked on too many fronts because this nigga does not like wrong is what I don't like. Anything else? Oh, I made a mistake. I don't give a fuck, nigga. You know how many mistakes I've made, nigga? You know what I'm saying? I don't, oh, I don't give a fuck about mistakes. I don't hold niggas. For, please, we're all human, man. <laughs> we're all human, man. Now, wicked and doing wrong. Gotta call you out on that. But anyway, let's get back to it. Like my nigga Jazzy Will said. Shout out to my nigga Jazzy Will. Thank you to my niece. Thank you y'all for coming in. Like I say, I know people got shit to do. I just want y'all to come in and say, oh my nigga. Well, why, Simba? How in the fuck do we know you're going live right now? That's because Jazzy Wells probably has his notifications turned on. That's because my niece probably has her notifications turned on. That's all I ask for people to do if you fuck with me. So when I go live, you can do like they did, pop in, hey, what's up? This is Woo Woo. What's going on? And then if you got something to do, I got to get out here, nigga. If you got time, I'm finna sit here and fuck with you all night. That's all. That's all I be asking for, low end and no end. 
forever. Low end and no end forever. Low end and no end. Low end. Yeah, low end. Yeah, 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 yeah. Low end and no end forever. Is low end, when you say low end, you talking about Minneapolis low end or you talking about a different low end? You've been in a lot of places, BT, because Minneapolis low end, that's over there by uh, Merwin's. Uh, that's over there by, um, my, oh, come on, man. I'm, I'm tripping the shoe store. The Jewish guy who's been raping black people up for fucking since the 1930s with his high ass shoe prices. What was that guy's name? We stayed over there. Six, fifth. I know the loan. That's what I think of when I think of loan. I think of over there by Wafana's. You know what I'm saying? We used to go get our weed up there by, by, by Wafana's. I used to see my black and mild loan. That's what I think of when I think of loan. I don't know what you're talking about, low-end and no, but when I think alone, I'm from Minnesota, so I don't know about low-end Chicago. I don't know about the low-end. You know what I'm saying? I don't know. I just know Minnesota, low-end, fourth, fifth. That's over there by uh, Freddie. Is it Freddie? That's Freddie. Yeah. That's Freddie. Run it down. Damn, my Northside card might get pulled. Nigga, I'm like, nigga, you don't know Freddie's, nigga? You ain't no Northside, nigga. Nigga, what fuck you talking about, nigga? You a motherfucking out there in the bird. Anyway, so... Thank you guys. That's how quickly I catch up. I get around my people and I just say fuck it. But um, what I'm trying to do is with uh, I've set aside a thing. I'm I'm trying to get a studio. I want to get a building, and I want to have a place where the people that I rock with can do their content. They can do their podcast. They can have guests if they want. If they want to smoke a little something, they can smoke something. Um, we're gonna have cameras. I'm going to try to build my own small little corner. It's not going to be big, but it's going to be a small niche of people that are just outside the box thinkers, right? You have the go along, get alongs, but hold on. Let me time out. Let me stop. I think I got all over the place. So, cause I wanted to get back to what I was talking about originally. I fell out with this nigga. I was on his show. He got a podcast. I was on his podcast and I was going at niggas. I was going at AD. I was telling them they need to leave Adam 22. I was like, you niggas keep signing the niggas in Minnesota. The niggas keep doing it here because we do do that here in Minnesota. Our whole thing is to try to link with white people. We do not link with each other. Not we won't link with each other and work with each other. If we do, we'll have hidden agendas where if we was working with a white dude, we wouldn't have fell out over something like that. You know what I mean? A lot of people get mad because I say I'm the best podcaster. Right. These same niggas will post motivation videos of guys talking about you got to believe you're the vet, the best. Niggas, the same people that hate that I say, I'm the best podcaster. I'm the number one podcaster in Minnesota. I'm the number one live stream. When I talk shit, you look on their timelines and they got posts by Damon Dash talking about motivation. But when they see it right in their face, it makes them feel a little bit funny in their pussy area. So anyway, I fell out with this nigga because he was on Twitter. He kept coming at me saying, nigga, I know you're talking about me. I know you're talking about me. And I'm like, my nigga, I, could, I don't even watch you, nigga. I don't watch niggas like that. I'm talking about what I see, niggas in Adam 22, he outed AD, he just fired, I mean, he just fired AD, he outed the house phone nigga, I'm like, man, it's nothing but niggas over there, but how is Adam having power, and I'm like, that shit happens in Minnesota, and it does, look at our scene, fam, look at, look at the mess that's in Minnesota right now, and it's because we don't have any leadership, our leadership is fucking sluggo. We don't have anybody bigger than atmosphere. To, and you, that nigga don't come outside. That nigga don't, don't sway and pull politics. We do not have a person. They refuse to let a real black person come with charisma and the ability to be a figure in Minnesota. Unless he goes along, unless they make him, right? It's Charleston White is going through. You know, you can't make us. A lot of these, and that's what I'm starting to find out. The more that I delve deeper and find out about the people that are on television, I'm like, oh, they're made. 
That's why they can't perform on the drop of a dime. That's why white people are able to take things from them because they're not self-made. Like even me, I'm self-made. I, I can say people like Simba, how do you get on here and say the Jews and the LGBT? Well, I'm self-made. You know, I'm able to make 300, 400, 200 uh, on every episode that I upload. I can make $200 on every time I upload a podcast, right? Now, that's not millions and millions of dollars like the, the thoughts of grandeur that we seem to think of when we're because we're poor. So we have a we have a fucked up view of money. We think of riches. I got to get millions and trillions of dollars so we can swim in it like Scrooge McDuck. You know what I'm saying? We can swim in the money. It's not realistic. Realistic is about getting supplemental incomes, building up supplemental incomes. That's what reality is. And sometimes those supplemental incomes will be large deals, hundred figure. I mean, seven figure, five figure, six figure, seven figure deals. But it's not about that, fam. It's about supplementing supplemental income and also using your talents to make income, like with the clothing line, right? I don't have to sell as much as Gucci or Nike. If I can sell 300, 400 in a week, you know what I'm saying? That's a good week. Selling clothes. I got the podcast. You got another way of hustling. You got something else, right? So um, anyway, what I was what I was saying is that I fell out with this nigga. And I was, I was, I was tripping. I didn't understand. Like, fam, what are you, what are you saying? Nigga, I know you're talking about me. Minneapolis Lowen. Okay. Okay. He kept saying, nigga, I know you're talking about me. Nigga, you're talking about me and what? Nigga, not listen. I say a lot of shit. If I'm talking directly about somebody, I swear to God, nine times out of 10, I'm going to say that person's name. If I'm talking directly about one person, I'm going to say their name. If I'm talking about things that I see a lot of people doing, then I'm going to say that. And if it hits you, my nigga, then you got to be man enough or strong enough to shake that shit off and say, he ain't talking to me. I just happen to get hit with some shrapnel, right? Like sometimes Charleston White will go on a raid and say, you niggas with them little bitty channels, you only got 2,000 subscribers and shit. I can get in my little hoe ass feelings and say, oh, Charleston, you talking to you're, man, I don't fuck with Charleston. I know you're talking about me on the slide. Well, why would you think that, Simba? Because I only got 2,000 subscribers. But, nigga, I'm not. I call Charleston. What's up, my nigga? Hey, what's going on? So, I'm thinking, I, I wouldn't even bring it up. And I'm just saying, you can tell. I'm not talking to you, Simba. Some nigga on the internet made me mad. I'm going at him. And in the midst of me ranting and talking about him, I, I said, you got them little 2,000 subscribers. Now, Simba, please don't you hear this, see this post and start He's talking about me. Nigga, what? I just talked to you. Why would I? Why would we be cool? And then I, that's some whole ass shit. And now I might say something that might hit you. Oh, shit. I'm over here working with white people, depending on white people to keep my shit on, too. Oh, I'm over here trying to build with white people and not building with my own people, too. So when Simba starts saying that, I get hit with it, too. But I can't think this nigga sneak this in me. That's what the nigga thought. I'm sneak. The nigga took my interview down and <laughs> nigga acted like some real hoe ass shit. Like I'm like that, but that's Minnesota niggas. Minnesota niggas is weird and hoe. They can't, they don't like to be in rooms with alpha males. They don't like to be in rooms with with, with guys who are ultra charismatic. It, it, it makes them feel intimidated. The toughest guys. I've seen it happen my whole life. I've been in rooms where guys have had more money than me. I've been in rooms where guys have had more status than me had more everything than me. And then I come in a room and I start talking and being like this and people start crying. The next thing you know, they get intimidated. They don't like me. Now I can, you know what I mean? I seen it happen. I'm like, damn, fam, what? You got more money than me. You came in with a, you know, good looking broad. You got a 
where, why are you intimidated by just because I'm a shining light and the effervescent spirit can talk, make the, you know, make people laugh and control the room. So anyway, I said all that to say that what I realized is Minnesota is full of whole ass niggas and scared bitch ass niggas. You got niggas that are too wrapped up in the streets. It's a lot of shit. So what I'm going to try to do is create my own kind of corner of guys that I like to mess with and guys that we like to, you know, I like their content. They like my content. You know, we rock with each other on a, on a human level. Not to mention a lot of these guys, we go back like DP. We, me and DP, we go back to little kids. You know what I'm saying? Me and Jazzy Wells, all the people that I know that have talent, just like me. There's some people that have the same talent that I got. Like me and Jazzy Wells didn't talk from fucking Minnesota all the way to goddamn Atlanta, nigga. So I know me and this nigga could have a conversation that people would get shit from. You see what I'm saying? So I'm going to, what I'm trying to do is rent a space and I want to just start working with people and helping people get their shit out, get their content out on a more lucrative basis. I got a couple camera guys and, you know, you bring your camera gurus, you, we bring ours and we form a camera like team. I take my camera guys, you got your camera guys, you got your camera guys, we'll form a camera team, right? You got guests, I got guests, we're going to form a team and get to work in here. You know what I mean? So that's the, that's the purpose. That's one thing. Two. My show is no longer going to be only people that I'm going to sit down with and interview are going to be porn stars and uh, women influencers who are like heavily sexually, <laughs> who do OnlyFans and are on the verge of being porn stars. You know what I'm saying? They're on porn's doorsteps. You know what I'm saying? I'm I'm interviewing porn stars and girls that are on porn's dorn steps <laughs> that's what i'm doing because ain't that's the perfect market and I, when i was looking at all my interviews i was like that's what stands out that's what ain't being done that's what can't be done it, it can't nobody can do it because when guys get around women like that with big tits not nice asses pretty looking like the dimes that they've been dreaming about their whole life they somehow and i'm telling you i've seen it on all the podcasts i've seen it on all of them everyone some podcasts has even had guests that i've had and then they try to have them on their podcast and it just didn't hit like mine but guys can't talk to women especially in this age of this especially in the age of this all day when people are doing this where's your conversation happening see i came up in a time when we used to get girls numbers just to get them nigga. fuck you talking about so i can talk to girls when i'm around women that are strong i don't get intimidated and when I'm around women that are kind of demure and shy, I don't turn into a goddamn predator. You know what I mean? I can get with women on every level. And that's just a talent that I have. But it was highlighted when I watched my interviews with Matessa Nicole and um, uh, Just Peachy. And they're doing great shit now. They're doing big shit now. Like they're doing shit now. So they're like, let's pull you into this. You know, I'm going to get another interview with Matessa. I'm going to knock out another interview with uh, Just Peachy. And then they're gonna pull me into, the, I got homegirls. So now I can get good conversations with porn stars who people naturally normally would think, oh, they're stupid. They just fucking suck and they have nothing. But when I sit and talk with you, I'm gonna find out a whole new side of you. We're gonna get into that. We're gonna talk about some pussy dicks and shit cause that's what you do. But I also wanna find out about the person, right? And have a real conversation and, and kind of do that kind of shit. So that's gonna be my niche. So now I can get sponsors like Manscaped, balls you know i can get fucking the all night juice the rolls isn't that what the ladies out there be using on their thing the little red rose i have a sponsorship by red rose you see what i'm saying how that's what i had to figure out i can't get sponsorship and i don't really have a niche i'm kind of everywhere but that's what i like to do so that's what this is for 
my podcasts and my live streams are for just me throwing shit on the wall and having fun. But when I have a guest, I don't interview rappers. I don't interview anybody except porn stars and women that are on porn's doorsteps. That's going to be my era. See, even Adam couldn't do it. Adam tried to do it, but it wasn't interesting conversations. He's too much. So, so you suck. He can't talk, man. He's one of them guys that's goofy. Like I say, Adam, you see, he was raping chicks. Any nigga that rapes girls, just get don't please stay away from me. There's no way, right? There's no way, no way. So what I'm what I'm trying to get across to you is that 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 market is an untapped market, not only just in Minnesota but in the world. That's why Adam had to get back to the rappers because he can sit there and just let them talk about how many niggas they shot and all the crimes they did and all the stupid shit, and he can put content out on stupid niggas. I said, oh, let me hold on. My nigga Wells just came in. My nigga Wells just came in. My nigga Wells said, I said, all that to say Minnesota full of bitch ass niggas, 1,000%. (laughs) What did Wells say before? My nigga Wells said, I said, all that to say Minnesota full of bitch ass niggas. Did I say that? I probably said that. They is Minnesota full of some whole ass niggas, man. These niggas is whole ass niggas, but I went to school with these niggas. Like, I went to school with niggas and seemed like, oh, you were tough until another tough guy comes around. And then I went around tough guys who are tough all the time. And that's when I separated. I was like, oh, I used to think that all tough guys are that because I grew up around, like, oh, you're tough. And then this tough guy comes around, you're not tough. And then that, you know, and on and on. Then you meet some tough guys like, I don't give a fuck who come around, nigga. We just going to be some fighting motherfuckers. It's going to be two dead niggas or one dead nigga. But if I'm tough, I'm tough all the way. I don't let shit slide. I'm going to play no games. Anyway. Minnesota's full of some bitch ass niggas, and they are. They're full of whole ass niggas. And when I say bitch ass niggas, I just mean niggas not connected to their to their culture and their spirit. That's what I mean. I don't mean bitch ass niggas like you're scared, you wouldn't rob. Them. I don't talk in those terms. When I call somebody a bitch ass nigga, that means damn nigga, you don't have no connection to your people. You you you'll you'll bow down and let Jews scare you. You'll let LGBTQ scare you. You'll let Joe Biden scare you. You won't say, hey, I fuck that nigga. I rock with Trump. Fuck that. Don't bring that LGBTQ shit over here. And I don't give a fuck about Ukraine. That's see, that's how niggas talk. That's how the Negro talk. We don't give a fuck about Ukraine. I don't give a fuck about Hawaii. Burn, baby, burn. And I hope that Oprah and Floyd Mayweather build on top of the ashes so I can go to the fucking resorts. See, a black man can't speak like that. That's what I mean. That's one of the things that people love about me. That's what they love about C.W. Charleston White is we black males that be like, damn, black people don't talk like that. Yeah, I don't give a fuck, nigga. Fuck you talking about. We created hip hop. Nigga, are you serious? So anyway, back to the point. Yes, I'm. that's going to be my show. So I'm going to And the show is called Chatty Baddies. Chatty baddies we just trademarked it so it's all good good to go chatty baddies so that's the show and i got my live stream i got the clothing line and we're just going to run it up and um like i said that's when i'm using my money from i'm I'm invested in a podcast studio where the people that i rock with and also young people can get their dreams up like i want to be pulling kids from north minneapolis and the inner cities that's my goal that's what i want my legacy to be right i did not want to teach kids how to rap i wouldn't feel comfortable i wouldn't feel comfortable teaching young black kids and this is how you get into the rap game so you can be the next little yachty or you can get fucked in your ass by jewish people and i don't want to send black people down that road right but i do think podcasting is a more freedom freer expression freer form of expression right 
and I know a lot about it. I know how to monetize it. I know how to work it. I know the podcast game on the ground level. I'm sure there's a level above me that I have to learn, like Joe Budden, the Joe Rogan podcast. There's a level above me that I have to learn. But as far as the ground level on how to do it yourself, and like I said, I had to swim against the current. I like a lot of people won't come out with such controversial. If you're young, you'll probably have your aunts, your uncles, your friends. You'll probably have people at your school that'll share your stuff. If you're good, it'll probably be it'll probably get seen quicker. So that's what I want my legacy to be. I want to have a building where I can pull kids from North Minneapolis and South Minneapolis. And so I'm going to have my podcast studio and have like two rooms where, you know, at, at any time cats and, and I'm not charging. Like I said, I'm I'm taking donations, you know, I'm like, I'm trying to, I'm hopefully that my career can support. That's, that's the goal is that I don't need to charge you guys. Hopefully we can work out agreements. So if something pops and you sign deals and stuff, then the money can come in. If you make money from your podcast, then you can pay, you know, help pay for the, the playhouse. But I just want the creativity juices to be flowing. So I'm going to have two rooms, a room, bang, and another room. And then I want to have a third room that's set up like a studio where kids can come and learn. You got this. I'm going to teach you guys how to monetize your podcast. What is an ad? How do you get an ad? Not just click the ad button, but call the ad company, right? And bring your statistics. Well, how do I find my statistics symbol? I'm going to teach you guys all that. How to find your RSS um, thing, your RSS for your podcast. So you can look at your statistics. That's why I always post my statistics. You guys need to know in England, this is how many times they downloaded me. In China, they downloaded me here from this website. You can bring those statistics to and call the ad company. That's what I did for my ads. I didn't just click the button that says, hey, you want to take the nigga deal? No, fool. You don't even know who I am. So I called the ad company, talked to somebody from their ad department and gave them my RSS number and said, this is this is my statistics. Every time I drop an episode, 2000 on a good day, 3000, sometimes even 4000 people will download my podcast. So when you run your ad on my thing, can I get more than that? A little, you know what I mean? And we can work out a lucrative deal. Sure. You know what I mean? So I'm going to teach you guys how to do this. You have to learn how to talk. I'm telling you, America is not about all that doing it. The normal way is for the stupid people. There's a way quicker than that if you know how to do this and connect on a human level with people. So you do, let me see. Let me see. So just by you saying that, I see that you're about your business. So we're going to have classes with that, teaching young black men how to speak, how to talk. I got big plans, man. I got I got my legacy is going to be beautiful because I'm, I'm learning. You guys don't know how to talk. You know what I mean? Like I was in the hood over north buy some kids some shit and they don't even say thank you. They just take the chips and walk out. You didn't even say, hey, thank you, man. When I was coming up, thank you. Thank you, man. Y'all don't even know the proper etiquette. Your ability to talk isn't good because you guys do this all the time. So you guys don't know how to. You know, do that dance. Conversation is a dance. You know, you got to learn how to dance. Like when, you know, when a girl grabs you, when you're on the wall talking to your boy, hey, what's up, nigga? And that girl says, uh-uh, nigga, get away from them niggas. You coming out here. We, you know what I'm saying? You got to learn how to, you know, learn how to, hey, get on over there to it, get behind that. Hey, it's a dance. That's conversation. So anyway, <sighs> you've been making major moves. Let me see. Let me put my, let me put my, you've been making major ways for damn near decade, almost damn near decade. And all of this I had to learn. I had to learn while I was doing this. That's why, you know, I feel like it's time for me to pass that knowledge on, pass that information on. So, yeah, I got big plans, big plans. And for people that, like I say, everybody, you know, anybody in my family that has always been there with me, you know, it's not about always, but it's always kind of let me know I'm fucking with you, mom. I'm fucking with you, Simba. I'm fucking with you, Skates. You know what I mean? 
So anyway, let's get into some fun. I don't want to stay there too long, but let's get into some topics before I get on out of here. A couple of people came in. Gunplay. Did y'all hear about gunplay up the AK-47? That nigga gunplay up the AK-47 on his baby mother. Yes, the artist gunplay. Let me get into my news voice. The artist gunplay upped an AK-47 on his baby mother. They're coming home from a night of drinking. And he wanted to play Call of Duty. Had the Call of Duty turned up way too loud. She said, she said, gunplay, can you turn it down? This nigga up to AK-47 and put it to, in the, to the baby, nigga. Boy, I tell you, we ain't shit. We ain't shit. Our ancestors deserve the freedom that we got, and we deserve the chains that they, well, that they wore. Yep. Yep, I'm going to stand by that. I'm going to stand by that. We ain't shit as a people no more, man. We ain't shit. Let me see what my niece said. Let's talk music. Did you hear Melly Mel, this song he just released? On who? Who did he Who did he diss? Eminem? Did he diss Eminem? Melly Mel better sit his big buff steroids ass down. Melly Mel got caught in the fucking hotel beating up a bitch too. Did you see that? Melly Mel in the hotel and the bitch was like he hit me did you see when melly mel got caught with the crackhead with the crack hoe in the hotel melly mel better sit his old ass down nigga nigga this is a young man's game no country for old men melly mel that's <laughs> that's what i would have did if i if melly mel would have came around fucking with me i would have dropped a diss song called no country for old men melly mel if you don't sit your the hip the hop the hippie the hip dip dapper the ass down some goddamn where nigga Often roids, nigga. Melly Mel is three push-ups away from cardiac arrest. Fuck that nigga talking about Melly Mel. Then you better leave uh horror, you better leave rappers alone, let alone the white goat, nigga. You don't want to go fucking with Eminem if you ain't got your if you ain't got your wordplay up. Yep, Eminem, yeah, yeah, yeah. I heard that shit. That shit was trash canister, nigga. One to the two, the hip to the hop. Listen here. Melly Mel, I ain't gonna say nothing because the New York niggas love, but goddamn, Melly, leave him alone, nigga. Stop, stop, Mel, stop everything. And I'm not saying just stop Melly Mel, like stop whatever name. I'm saying stop the weightlifting, stop talking about the <laughs> the greatest rappers, nigga. Just stop, nigga. <laughs> just stop, Mel. Leave it alone. Leave it alone. Broken glass everywhere. <laughs> you better get your motherfucking ass back up the stairs. You know what I'm talking about? Broken glass everywhere. Melly, Mel, you better take your old ass upstairs. You know what I'm talking about? That's what the young niggas say. Broken glass everywhere. Melly, Mel, you better take your old ass upstairs. Nigga, fuck you talking about. Nigga, no country for old men, Lee T. No country for old men, Lee T. <laughs> I made my niece laugh. That's that's all I want to do. Make my nigga broken glass everywhere. Melly, Mel, you better take your old ass upstairs. <laughs> you know what I'm talking about? That's what them young niggas told me. That's why I started podcasting. Nigga, them old ass niggas. Young niggas said, somebody get your ass out of here, nigga. This is a young man's game. No country for old men. We're here strictly as an advisory. That's the problem with this shit now. Too many old niggas still in the hip hop. Nigga, fucking off they, fucking off they uh money. Future <laughs> broken glass everywhere. <laughs> my niece is silly. She she knew too. My niece go to that. My niece Melly Mel. That ain't my. That's my niece. 
my niece Leafy, she the one that started that. She go to that. She knew what this was gonna happen. She's like, oh, I'm finna get my own going. You hear about it? She knows. See, Leafy know how to throw fire on the fucking gas. Great job, Leafy. You got me in trouble with Melly Mel. Thank you. Love you too. I love you too, Leafy. Got me in trouble with Melly Mel. But yeah, back to gunplay, man. Listen, all I can say to gunplay's wife is listen, and to every other woman out there, you guys need to start. Uh, believe in the names of the men that you date and fuck around with, right? You need to start dating niggas like uh, Stanley. You never heard of a nigga named Stanley pulling a gun on a bitch, right? You never heard of a nigga like uh, Frederick, uh, Arthur. Never, ever have an Arthur nigga. Never has Arthur done anything to a woman. But when you date a nigga and his name is Gunplay and the nigga's playing Call of Duty, and you tell him to turn it down and he ups the AK-40. God damn, nigga. Where did the AK-47 come from, nigga? The video game, you had one in real life right there. You got to believe it. You got to believe it. Stop dating these street niggas. That's what I'm saying. I really don't feel bad for women when they date street niggas who have very, very believable and reputable street fucking uh, histories. You know what I mean? Like, what do you think this nigga's going to do? What do you think he's going to do? Just like if you date a bitch that likes to fuck. You date a bitch and her whole life she's been loving to fuck. Nigga, that, it's not going to stop. Oh, you're going to curb it? No, you're not going to curb it. You just have to accept it and, and run threesomes and shit. That's what you do. So shit, she should have had a vest. She should have, where was your AK-47? Why would you ask Gunplay to turn it down? You should have upped the AK-47. Gunplay, Hey, nigga, turn that shit down. He shouldn't have had no time to get to his gun. As soon as that nigga went for his gun, bah, shot that nigga in the ass. He went for it, officer. And that's because I'm dating a nigga named Gunplay. I was ready. So that I don't know whose fault that is, but sisters, you need to be careful about who you de- date. I know a lot of my cousins do that shit. And all my cousins and shit. And we got, so when they bring the nigga to Thanksgiving, my cousins be bringing niggas to Thanksgiving and Christmas dinner. Who's this nigga? Yeah, this nigga is two pistols. Two. God damn it. Renisha. God damn, hey, what's up, Two Pistols? That's his name? Yeah, his mama named him that. Oh, shit. Oh, fuck. Gotta be careful. Got to be more careful. Hey, this is something I wanted to put people on. Black Inventors. You guys know every episode I do, I try to highlight Black Inventors. That's one of my things that I do on my podcast. So many Black Americans, and I'm not talking about African Americans. I'm talking about the Negro Americans, the best kind of Black people on planet Earth. The rest of Black people ain't shit. Every other black person other than the American Negro is responsible for white people, what they did. It ain't even white people's fault. I don't blame white people, not one bit for them taking over the world, for them enslaving niggas, for them taking over Africa, for them fucking doing anything that they've done. I don't blame white people one bit. You nappy headed niggas, let it happen. White people only make up less than 2% of the planet. It's you nappy headed niggas inability to come together. Cause you know, I've, I've seen what bees do. Yeah, you can fuck with one bee. Try fucking with the whole hive, and the whole hive will come after your ass. Where was our hive mentality at? And to get rid of the problem. So, nigga, I don't need, but the American Negro, we the best. We the best version of them black motherfuckers over there in Africa who lost the ball. I told you, them African niggas dropped the fucking ball. Fumble. Fumble Ruski. Niggas had no. Nigga, you had the football. You had gold, oil, and diamonds. You just sitting on it. You be sitting on it. Them white folks up in fucking Europe, they didn't have shit. They were potatoes. Them niggas had potatoes up there. That's all you have in there. The potatoes. That's it. Yep. All they got in Europe is potatoes. That's it. 
black folks got everything else. We got oranges, we got mangoes, mm, big juicy mangoes, we got big gazelles, we got big, big, thick, beautiful women. We got everything clean, drinking water from the fucking Nile River. We got everything. And we fucking squandered it off, nigga, for some Bibles and some civil rights. Nigga, please. But anyway, I like to let people know that still the spirit of the black American Negro is the greatest thing that ever has been and that ever will be. And I always, I truly believe that I will be the last American Negro in a museum. When they say what a Negro was, it's going to be me. It's going to say North Star Podcast. And it's going to say this was the last living Negro who was talking like how his ancestors did. Don't give a fuck about what nobody thinks. If there was, if everybody was really as righteous as they're pretending to be, then why did I get hung? Why did I pick cotton? Why has there never been reparations for me being hung and picking cotton? Why was my land stolen and given to some native, some fucking Mongolians from Asia, and now they're called Native Americans? Why have you guys done all this shit to me? So I don't believe nothing. I don't care about homosexuals. I don't care about Jews. I don't care about whites, Asians, Native. I don't care about nobody because they all had a turn in fucking with my people over here in America, and they've never said sorry. They've never said sorry. So I'm not saying sorry when I say something offensive. That's how I truly believe. I, did I say something offensive? So the fuck was sorry, not sorry. That's what Jay-Z said. Sorry, not sorry. The fuck you talking about, nigga? My ancestors hung from trees with their nuts cut off while little white girls looked up and laughed, nigga. Mexicans didn't let us come in the border. So it's funny that Mexicans want us to be with their immigration. But when the white folks was chasing us, they didn't let us come into Mexico or else there wouldn't be no niggas in America. <laughs> That's a fact. If they would have let us come into Mexico, if Mexicans was like, come on, back when in the 1800s when niggas was running for slavery, why did we go north? Nobody ever asked that question. Niggas want to hold Mexicans and hold hands with the essays in La Raza. Well, why the fuck? There shouldn't be no niggas in America. As soon as white folks got the trip and every nigga should have said, well, we're in down south. Time out. We're all in down south. We're in Mississippi, Alabama, Florida, Texas, Tennessee, Georgia. We're all down south, and we're going to run far up north, back into more of America, just different white folks. Why wouldn't we go into this land that's on the south? It's quicker. We can get there quicker. So one, it's quicker. Two, the climate is more like our African home. Go north, you get snow and all that shit. We don't do good in snow. So if we go to Mexico, it's warm. There's Mexicans there. Well, why didn't it happen? Because the Mexicans didn't want us down there. They cut a drink. They cut a deal. Yeah. The Mexicans or the government, you know, cut a deal. That's why I say, man, Mexican, they got that hate in them too. Now, not all Mexicans, not all Mexicans. There are some Mexicans in Mexico who really have a love and affinity for their black brothers and recognize and understand how we got here, what we went through to be here and understand that that's why they stay in Mexico. They don't come trying to be in here because they understand when I come to America, I got to take something from my brothers in order for them to give it to me. This is their land. Mexico is our land. Why would you run from your homeland? Well, there's cartel drug men. They're kidnapping kids. Who? The cartels, the drug, El Chapo. El Chapo? You mean the same Mexican that all the Mexicans keep putting on their wall? We love El Chapo. All the Mexican drug cartel leaders you guys idolize them, but they're kidnapping your kids and making you want to run out of your own country to another country that don't want you filled with white folks. It sounds like the cartel is your problem. <laughs> I'm just I'm just being real with you, essay. Sounds like the cartel is your problem. The cartel is your problem, not not immigration. If I had a country, let's you know, if I'm in my home, I don't want to leave my home. We got a beautiful Mexican country. 
it just needs work. We need to get rid of the cartel. We need to put people in power that care about the country. We need to make sure that we're making money off our natural resources, grow and start producing things. And come on, man, what are we going to America for? To work at Walmart? To wait in the back of a van at Home Depot? <laughs> yeah, so fuck that. So anyway, um, yeah, but oh, I'm sorry. Oh, so the, did you guys know that the the person who invented ranch dressing, every time you dip your chicken, your buffalo sauce, your buffalo wings and ranch dressing, you're tasting the idea of a black man named Steve Henson. He created Hidden Valley Ranch Dressing. That was created by a black man. A black man created that. He was a plumber and he, he lived in Hidden Valley. That's why he got the Hidden Valley thing. Hidden Valley, black man, look it up, Steve Henson. And Clorox, the people that own Clorox bleach bought it from him. So then, Ranch Dressing, nigga, told you. Jack Daniels, you know the Jack Daniels actual liquor recipe was from a slave named nearest green i'm gonna start that that's one thing i want to do too is start liquor and name it nearest green after the slave who made the liquor that jack daniels took yeah jack look that up jack daniels the what we drink when you drink that jack daniels whiskey that remedy that ingredient that brew was made by a slave who was one of the master he did that's what he did his name was nearest green he was a master what do they call those guys that do that with the liquor or whatever? I don't know what, the, what their skill is called. He was master at that shit, making liquor. Brew, is it, what is it called? What's my new brew make, whatever. But he was a master at that shit. And Jack Daniels sat and learned what his sauce was. And he knew this nigga can't come out with a sauce. He's a nigga. This is in 1809, nigga. So he just said, oh, that's how you do it, Nearest. And then he came out with Jack Daniels, nigga. That's why if you look at the Jack Daniels picture, Type in Jack Daniels um, picture and you'll see a black guy and you'll see near that's nearest green. That's a old black nearest. He's in the picture. So that's why I say fuck everybody, man. That kind of shit been done. You must be crazy. So you got to watch what you say. OK, suck my dick the long way. man. Watch what I say. Uh, fresh and fit gets demonetized. That's why I'm glad I'm not fucking fresh and fit. That's why I'm glad fresh and fit. Fresh and fit. Yeah. Slurpy. That's why I'm glad I don't, nigga. I do my own shit, nigga. And that's what I encourage niggas to do. Fuck with the chitlin circuit, man. You don't need the whole world, nigga. And I fuck with niggas. That's who I talk to. That's who I care about. That's who I want my audience to be. Anybody else that's my audience, I love you and I respect you and thank you for fucking with me. But you're not who I'm doing it for. I'm doing it for my niggas. That's it. That's who I'm here for. I don't care about nothing else. And anybody that don't like us and don't care about us, I don't care about what they're going through. I'm like, that's that's what kind of timing I'm on. I'm not gonna be the first nigga kumbaya. Nope, they're not gonna do that to my nope. I'm not gonna be the first nigga at the kumbaya party. We're gonna be last. We already kumbaya with everybody. We kumbaya with Asians, we kumbaya with Mexicans, Latinos. We kumbaya with Africans. We kumbaya with everybody. That's why the LGBTQ got the power that they got. Because we kumbaya with everybody. LGBTQ couldn't get no help. They tried to go to the white man. The white man shook his head at him and said, no, our culture is too ran by men. LGBTQ tried everybody. Hey, white guys, can you put this in your stuff? And no, nope, mm, our culture is too much about a man, a woman, and a child. 
the nuclear family structure. So no LGBTQs. They're like, fuck, we can't do it with the white man. They were like, okay, let's try with the Native Americans. Will you guys start? No, it's only 2%. Native Americans only make up 2% of their own country. They've been all killed off like the buffalo. Shit. God damn. Hey, SA. They tried it with the Mexicans. Mexican, SA. Arriba. Can we, LGBTQ, can we try to put our LGBTQ shit in? It makes me say, man, if you don't get the fuck out of your homes, I want you better take that fucking shit out of your homes. We are about the father, a papa, and we are about a madre. You know what I'm saying? A papino and a madrino. Machismo. Man, masculine. Didn't work. Who's left? Look at the niggas. Well, they're ran by women. They're a matriarch society. And not a strong matriarchal society because there's nothing wrong with a matriarchal society if the matriarchal society is built off strength. But when the matriarchal society is built in fear, which is what was bleeding into the black woman in this country. She's so scared for what she's seen from her husband, the things that have been done to her husband, to her child. Her whole psyche is fear. So she lives in fear and she's going to teach fear to her children in order for them to survive. Let's try with this. Let's try this shit with this hip hop. These dancing niggas popping, popping drugs. They got a prison culture where they're fucking each other in prison. Let's let the tough guys who are fucking each other in prison out on the streets and let them start fucking the guys on the streets and create a homosexual gang culture that we can now use that bleeds into hip hop. Then we can go ahead and start homosexualizing hip hop. Once we get a young thug going and we get a couple of these things that'll open the doors and a couple of uh, what's my nigga name? Old Town Road, Nas X. We get it, man. It's all over. Unless niggas do exactly what the other cultures did and said, no, we're not doing this. And we didn't. LGBTQ, the biggest movement. Three bitches. Three lesbian bitches. Mm -mm -mm. You think they would let three African masculine black Negro men come together with an organization that's not connected to Democratic parties, that's actually connected to the embedderment of the black community? Do you actually think that all those Black Lives Matter things you see on white people's front lawns would be there if that was actually black men doing things that could possibly be considered revolutionary or nationalistic? You think white people would be okay with that? They wouldn't. It's easy for me. America's so easy. I can just see if everybody in the news media is against it, then it must be right. That's why I like Donald Trump. I've never seen a president attacked like Donald Trump was on the news media. So that just said, oh, he must be the good guy. It's easy. Oh, all white people are. This is a movement that all white people, when I'm out in white neighborhoods, I see 28 Black Lives Matter things. It's bullshit. Because I know white people. I know why all people, nobody's going to fucking give their kids a head start over another person's kids. That's why I say if I could, let's attach some reparations to that goddamn, um, let's attach some reparations to that Black Lives Matter and you'll see them signs come down. <laughs> you'll see them, oh, blue lives matter. <laughs> oh, blue lives matter. Hey, all lives matter. Hey, rainbow something. But we taking this black shit down because I know by pumping this out, I'm saying them. I'm pronouncing putting in the air reparations <laughs> so that's why i say y'all better get the fuck out of here but anyway how did how did we get there from fresh and fit fresh and fit these two fucking immigrant niggas these niggas crying did you see that episode i want to pull it up but i ain't gonna do it i don't want to go look at it but look up fresh and fit host crying about being demonetized them niggas was sniffling 
And then he got up and cried and walked away. That's the average. But you're so tough when you got all them girls around. You make your living talking down to young women. You don't have a bunch of married, strong women up in, you know what I mean? You don't have a bunch of married, strong women in there and breaking them down. You got young bitches who ain't even really done nothing yet. They've only fucked a few times. They don't know what life is. You're going to go in and Andrew Tatum to death, huh? Two motherfuckers want to be Andrew Tate. Two people that will let Andrew Tate ass ream them in a closed room with nobody looking. I know that one nigga would. He, he thinks he's Andrew Tate, like the double. He thinks he's a doppelganger of Andrew Tate. So they get these young broads in the room, the Fresh and Fit podcast, and they, you just like the fuck. You don't want a man. You don't. And they just chop all the bitches up and have them sitting there looking stupid in front of thousands of people on live streams. But they don't do that to no women with no husbands. They don't do that shit to no women with no careers or anything like that. Just picking bullies. But then you put them niggas in a situation where they got to go out and get it to themselves. <laughs> who, who said the people who was funding them said we're taking that building back. We're shutting down the show. We're pulling our sponsorships and we're pulling our ads. You know, you got to do it on your own. Mr. Uh, what was that? Nigga? He's like an FBI agent. So you better get back to FBI and they get because uh, that shit's over. And now they're not so strong. They can't do it by themselves. That's why I was happy when I seen A.D., when I seen AD and all the homies over there go and they got the community going. And I'm like, that's how you do it, my niggas. I'm so proud. And I'm glad I'm talking about this right now. But I'm so proud and glad that AD, um, all them niggas over there, man, all the niggas that be over there in the community, you know what I'm saying? They got their own thing. Man, that shit is beautiful. That shit is beautiful that they got over there. They left that fucking white boy. And not because he was white, because he wasn't respecting him and because he didn't understand the place and the role with his platform played in a culture that is black. He didn't understand how we're supposed to do the same. My culture. Now, if I'm talking biking and skateboarding, then you niggas got to kind of roll with what I say. But I'm in your culture. It's important that I make sure I'm not crossing any lines that I'm checking and I'm never coming across like I'm a fucking overseer. One, that's wrong, too, because Overseer already has a history with you guys and me as a white person. If I don't, I have to be conscious of that. So anyway, shots out to them. Niggas got mad at me. I was ranting. I was like, you bitch ass Minnesota niggas be doing that, too. Niggas go, like, yo, you talking about us? Yeah, I, I guess I wasn't trying to, but yeah, nigga, I guess. On accident. <laughs> On accident, talking to you. Let's see, my. Let me see. Uh, my niece said another black inventor is Benjamin Bradley created the steam engine for warships. That's my goddamn people. You see, that's my niece right there. You see what kind of bloodline I come from? See what I'm saying? You see what she just do up there? Another black inventor is Benjamin. We Benjamin. Now, Benjamin is one of the matriarchs of my family tree. My family tree is comes from the Benjamin tree, the guy Benjamin Bradley. Yes, yes. Him and my uh, half come from the same slave. Her name was Lucy. Her name was Lucy. She was named Lucy Bradley. She was brought in um, in New York. She was brought in. She was a slave. She was brought from, and this is who our people are. This is where the Bradley, my family tree comes from. The head was a, a girl slave. She was 14 years old. Her name was Lucy Bradley. She was brought in to New York from, um, God damn, where the fuck was it? Oh, shit. Fuck. 
I got to look it up. I got all the papers in there, the, the, my ancestry papers and shit. She was brought in and she came down and she had, she got pregnant and she had Benjamin Bradley. She had another Bradley and it was another James. I think it might be James Bradley. God damn it. Fuck. My niece just sent me on a goddamn. Now I'm going, I got, I got all my shit in there too. And Benjamin Bradley. Yep. And then the other Bradley, who our Bradley is, went and had my great-grandfather and all of them. And Benjamin Bradley went, you know what I'm saying? But they come from the same, yeah. So yeah, we create, we, that's who we are. But a lot of black people have that. If we could tap into who we are. We're special. We're special. Every black person is. If we really got on some Jewish shit, that's what I want to be. You see how Jewish people can just be so <clears throat> with their culture and don't ask, no, just get away from this. This is Jewish. And everybody just kind of puts their hands back. We could be like that too. That's what I would like. I would like for us to stop worrying so much about Africa. Africa is a beautiful place, but all the people that came that are in America, the black people, we don't come from Africa. We're Native Americans. We're black Americans. A lot of black people in America were cast, were categorized as African-Americans because they look just like the Africans that they were bringing in. But we have a history here and I would like black people to start connecting. And what's your last name, Bradley? 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 Let's connect when you see a black person and their last name is Lewis. Let's connect when you see their last name is Williams, when you see their last name is Jenkins, when you see their last name is Jackson. You know what I mean? When you see the last name, man, let's connect around the whole board on some mafia shit. Who's your family? Who's your aunt? Let's make sure and build our families bigger and bigger and bigger. And now we can have five families like them. You got the Jenkins. You got the Bradleys. You got the Jacksons. You got the fucking uh, Johnsons. You got the Williams. You know what I'm saying? These are the black Negro families. So we're not so scattered out. I don't believe that we're that scattered out. I really believe every time I come in contact with a nigga, it's a normal last name. I don't never meet a nigga with some old shit. Where did that last name come from? If I do, then you're not a nigga. That means that your parents, you might have been born here. Your parents might even been born here. But your great, your grandfathers and your great grandparents, they came from another country. Meanwhile, me with this American lingo and this American last name, been here forever. Forever and ever and ever. And ever and ever and ever. So, yeah, you know. But yeah, my aunt Lucy did, damn, she came from Africa. Our Lucy came from Africa. She was from Africa. My mom's side of the family are Native Americans. My mom's side is all black people that were already here. They did not get imported to Africa. So that's what makes me a true, you know what I mean? Because my mom's side of the family, all of them are black Native Americans that was here and got kicked off reservations by the Native Americans, the stones, the steels. You know what I'm saying? They was Choctaw Native Americans in Oklahoma. Dark-skinned black motherfuckers in the light-skinned, fair uh, quarter-dollar, half-dollar Native Americans came, took their land and said, you niggas, you're too black. Take your black and your black kids and take your black Native American asses on. And they came to Minnesota. Although my grandmother was a fair-skinned, very light-skinned woman who looked like Rosa Parks. That's who my grandmother, who, who my grandmother, I was raised by both of my grandmothers. My grandmother, both of them both i got two amazing grandmothers and they're both fair-skinned ladies and they're stronger than cast oil iron they're stronger than battery acid yeah i got come from man i come from some stock man yeah we come from some stock man yeah me we come from some stock lead to you already know we come from that shit man you know we come from that shit thanks to that man 
Thanks to that man. Yeah, I'm still mad at you, Dad. I don't give a fuck, but I still love you, Dad. You know what I'm saying? You gave me a lot of shit. I don't, nigga told me, nigga, don't be spending too much time mad at your dad. Nigga, he got you here, nigga. That was his job to get you here, nigga. Yeah, I love you, Dad. Y'all be mad sometimes because, God damn you, Dad, you motherfucker, you know. But that nigga said, leave that shit alone, man. Your nigga got you here, nigga. He got you here. And he made read. Look how good you look, nigga. He's like, if you could have had an ugly ass dad, nigga, and you be out here fucked up, nigga. You know what I'm talking about? You could have had an ugly ass dad in them, nigga, and they got you out here looking like Jethro Bodine. You feel me? I'm nigga, I'm one of the best looking niggas this side of the Mississippi. Fuck you talking about, Jack. Oh, I'm having fun. Uh uh, yeah, we just rock. How long is this? Look, I, look, I did an hour. That's what I'm saying. I'm finna get money off this shit, man. If I can do an hour like this, just imagine when it comes and it starts flying. It's gonna be fun, fam. We finna have a blast. But thank you to Jazzy Wells. Thank you to my niece for coming by, fucking with me. Um, <clears throat> I know there's gonna be a lot of people that watch the replay. That's what everybody always inboxes me and says, "Oh, bro, I'm sorry, I missed your live stream. I'm a replay game. It's all good." It's all good, man. You know, just let me know. You know, I just want to know what you've seen. I do. Like I said, well, I'm I'm about a hundreder. You know what I'm saying? I'm about a hundreder, two hundreder. When I start building my momentum back up, I can get to them thousands again because people will start sharing it, and I'll be more on pace. I'm just coming back, so I think my last episode did like a hundred views. Hopefully, this one gets like to the two hundreds. Next one, three hundred, four hundred. By the time you know, what I'm saying by the end of this month, I should be back to my thousands, and then I'm gonna go ahead and pour that. Uh, into all my social media. And then I, like, that's something that I want to teach the kids too. This shit just ain't natural, fam. These dudes are putting, you gotta know how to put it. You need to put your shit in the faces of people that want to see them. That's why they ask when you get a new phone, what do you like? I like podcasts. Uh, are you Republican or a Democrat? I'm a Republican. Do you like LGBTQ? No, do you, do you see what I'm saying? They ask you all this stuff because they're figuring out who you are. So now when I come out with my podcast, which is a more Republican, right wing, black, unapologetic, controversial, comedic, you know what I mean? Kind of live stream people who would like that. They're going to see it because nobody has right now. Nobody. Ha I've been doing this shit with just fishing. Like all the now my podcast is a different thing because I built a with my podcast, you know, I've kind of stayed consistent with that. But as far as this internet thing, I've been learning it, <clears throat> been learning the internet. So, but now I got it. I understand what to do. I understand after talking with Charlie, and nigga said, you ain't got no engine? I said, CW, what? My nigga Charlie White, man, my nigga Charlie White guy. That's why I said, that nigga know what he doing. He know what he doing. He know what he doing. He said, you ain't got no engine? I said, no. I said, what's the engine? He said, oh, damn, my nigga. He said, that's how I got on your radar. You know what I'm saying? When you was, when he said, when he had the dreads and I was talking my shit about Trump, he's like, none of your videos came to me, but every morning when you turned your phone up, you would see one of my videos. I said, engine, you ain't got no engine? I said, I got damn. And it's an epiphany. And, and it's immediately like, oh, Cause I knew something was wrong. I'm like, what the fuck, man? I know there's people out there that be like, man, I love to sit back and fuck with this nigga Simbali. Cause they're fucking with losers out there. If, if I, I'm looking at podcasting and I'm looking at the people that do it, trust me, I'm honest. If I was like, oh, I did my game up. These podcasters and these black these brothers out here are very good at conversation. They're not. Joe Budden, 
is a great conversationalist as far as interacting with people and being a natural podcaster. I don't think Gillian Waller were natural at this. I think they took advantage, but good for them. I think they're naturally like kind of hood funny. You know what I'm saying? But to be like getting the big deals that they're getting, a lot of shit came with that. But that's beautiful. But I'm like, yo, I know there's an audience out there for a nigga like me that talks like this. But I haven't been doing it right. I've been using my Instagram. I've been using my Twitter, my YouTube. I've just been putting stuff out there, hoping to get to the... That nigga said, you got to have an engine. So now when I put, when I start, I'm, I just, I'm telling you, and then call, and I spent a pretty penny. There's smaller engines that you, and I'm like, fuck that. When I know I'm playing for the bigger, what's the biggest engine that's going to get me blue checked up with the 100, 200,000. Every time I put something, everybody, oh, that's this one. G- give it to me. I spend on my dreams like drugs, nigga. I'll break the bag, nigga. He said, you getting that one? I said, yeah, I want the big engine, nigga, the big dumb engine, nigga. Okay, well, who are you, nigga? If they like Andrew Tate, they should see my shit. If they like Charleston White, they should see my shit. Nigga, if they they like Donald Trump, they should see my shit. If they like that Larry Elder nigga that just came on the Breakfast Club and ripped Charlemagne a new asshole, if they like him, I want them seeing my shit. As soon as they pick their phone up. Newspaper! Remember I said that the other day? Remember I said niggas used to open the door, the kid be riding on the bike, he throw the paper, newspaper. That's how you got your information. As soon as the motherfucker wake up and open their phone, if you like Charleston White, you like Andrew Tate, you're a black Republican, you like Donald Trump, you think black people need to go and get their shit together, you think gang violence is the number one problem in the black community that needs to be addressed because there's no way that we can have a strong black community if everybody's running away from the motherfucker because it's so crazy and so disgusting and so horrible place to live, so poor, so dilapidated, so low morale, so lack in spirit. Who the fuck wants to live here? All our best stars keep getting rich and leaving. Not because of any other reason, because they don't want to die by the crazy criminals and psychopaths that are running around the hood calling themselves gangsters. You're a psychopath. You're a serial killer. Oh, I'm a demon and a stepper. Okay, that's the cool way that you call it, because by the terminology of your behavior, you're a serial killer and a fucking psychopath. How are you in the black community? Because, nigga, nobody going to say nothing to me. They just going to run away from me. Oh, okay, well, shit. You feel me? I want all the people that are thinking like that in America. Like I said, I can't worry about the rest of the world. The rest of the world can come. But if there's black people, and obviously there was. See, when I was doing it, I didn't think there was a market until I started. Man, look at what Charleston White doing. There's a market for this, man. There's a market, and he ain't even as good as me. He, I think I got, man, listen, Charleston White, you know I love you to death, my nigga. But I'm the nigga you got into it with on the show because you got up and almost left my podcast, got mad because how I was talking about gang niggas. And then that nigga sat on that plane going home from Minnesota like, I think that nigga got something. That nigga went through it. And I love him for it because I always say, I don't want to, I'm not the kind of nigga that's like, I want to be the one to do it. I just want it to be done. I just want it to be done. I swear, I did not start talking like I talked, coming at gang culture, coming at um, black men not being fathers, black men not being strong support systems for their black women, black men not being responsible members of the black community, black men crying about an age old problem that we don't deal with. I didn't come up with that shit just because that's no, that's how I really felt. And this is what needs to be. This is the medicine that's out there. So when Charleston White started to blow up, I almost felt like good, like I can kind of kind of relax now a little bit. I don't have to be so controversial because that used to be me. That used to be me on them live streams. Nigga, fuck, nigga. I, nigga, fuck you. Nigga, fuck.
nigga this. I'm going to fuck that nigga down. You know what I'm saying? I'm like, shit, damn, I kind of flipped out. So now I can sit back. Charles, and he's starting to cool off now because he's getting around close to the bags and shit. I'm trying to get to the, I'm trying to get to more opportunities. I don't want no bags. Yeah, yeah, bags are for women. Women chase bags. I don't chase a bag, nigga. I want opportunities to make um, <clears throat> lucrative amounts of income for my corporations, businesses, family, and legacy. Yeah, yeah, I don't chase a bag, nigga. I chase opportunities, nigga. Give me a chance. I'll take it from there. I don't want the bag because there's an end to that. You give me the bag, then when I spend everything in the bag, then it's over. Nope. Teach a man to fish and eat forever. That's what they keep doing to black people, giving us bags of fish. Now, some niggas get big, big bags of fish. They got a million, trillion fish, but it's what happens when the fish are out, though? You know what I'm saying? So me, I just, I fish. I don't got the big bag like them, but I can keep pulling these 400, 200 for every episode. Any episode, podcast episode, that goes over 2,000. I get about a good 200. You know what I mean? If I can get a big one, I get, you know what I mean? So I'll keep fishing because I know how to fish, and I'll keep learning and calling and you know, building my brand. Like I said, I'm, I finally got the online store open. People say they can't shop. I got the online store open. I keep making great material. Every time I go places, I sell material. That's another reason why I like to travel because in every airport, every time I go out to a nightclub, every time I go to a restaurant, every time I'm in a hotel, somebody is going to look at my shirt and say, where did you get that from? Whose shirt is that? What is that? Oh, this is me. Oh, and that really sends them. I'm, I, I'm telling you guys. Every time it never fails. I'm, I got to start recording this so you can see it. I'm going to start putting the footage up. It never fails. When they, not only when they do they like the design, but they say, oh, you're making this? Yeah, fam, I'm out here doing things for myself. That's nice, man. Give me, how can I get in contact with you? And that's when I pull out that motherfucking. <clears throat> that's what I'm saying. You got to learn. If you ain't learning, you burning. Pull out that dot. I pull out that young dot on the ass. You can scan it right now. Scan it and see what come up. Scan that dot and see what come up. Hit it. Let me see. Let me see where I get it up there. Scan it. Scan the dot. Put your phone. Put the put the phone up right now. Everybody, put your phone up with the camera and see what happens when you do this. Just try it. Try it. Your phone's up to the camera. Line it up. Put the camera out. You see it? Click on that. Ain't that beautiful? It works like that. That's the age. If see, if you're not doing this, then you're then you're losing. If you don't understand how to move, see that. So I carry these so I don't have to talk to people and say, "Oh, this is my." Oh, you can call nigga. Pull your phone out. Hit that thing right there. Get you to everything you need to get to. Oh, so you pot? Yeah, podcast too. Man. Oh man, because I would like to be a guest. What do you do? I'm a fucking. Oh man, shit. Give me a man. Let's hook it. You have to be self-sufficient. You have to be your own walking corporation out here. You can no longer depend on anybody but yourself and whatever gifts you have. You can depend on, you should be able to depend on family members and the people that are close in your circle, but I wouldn't. <laughs> I learned the hard way, nigga. I wouldn't do it. I go for yourself and then create. And then you can look out for those and show people this is how you do it. I don't give a fuck what my niece say, nigga. Give a goddamn what my niece say, nigga. My niece could say, this is Black Lives Matter around here. My niece, her, she could say, nigga, this is Black Lives Matter around here. And I love George Floyd and I hate Donald Trump. 
Uh, Simba, can I get, I need to start a nail shop. Can I get a little, little something to start my little hair salon? Show you can, show you can, baby. That's how family, I could give a fuck less about your political ideologies and your personal opinions. You think that's gonna make me go away from you and not when you say, oh, I need 20,000 so I can open up this hair salon. You don't like Trump, you support Black Lives Matter. <clears throat> not me. What, what, what you need it, baby? Hold on, what, what's your cash app? What, now what's your bank? Here, baby, go ahead, take it. Hey, what's up, Simba? I don't care what you do, my nigga. I don't care what you, I, well, I do care what you do. Don't be doing wickedness. If you do wickedness, I can't fuck with niggas who do wicked things. But I don't care what you say on the internet or what your opinions are on political matters or social matters. I don't give a fuck. You my nigga, you my cousin, you my aunt, you my uncle, you my friend, nigga, you my nigga. I don't give a fuck about none of that shit. I thought that's what was going to be done to me. When people start, this nigga's out here. I'm like, my nigga, man, I'm, I'm building a brand. The most controversial nigga in America, and I'm still that. But that's what I was building. But, and it worked. You see, I, I could have been, I could have, we could have been having fun. And getting runs on comedy shit like Charleston White. All my niggas, like I say, all my niggas I used to do music with, we could have had a hell of a run. Now I'm just going to have it. I'm just kidding. I'm being stupid now. I'm being dumb. It's getting late. I'm getting tired. All right. Thank you guys for hanging out. This is about an hour and 13. We did an hour and 13. Shouts out to my niece who came into the building. Um, He always missed He always. <laughs> my niece is crazy. My niece is crazy. You see, y'all see my niece. She's crazy. Well, it's that case. I'll be looking for you when I get ready to open my veterinary clinic. You goddamn right. You goddamn right. You get all your shit ready and all you need is an investor. Look, I got everything. I just need, I, I, and I mean, I got the building picked out. I got everything. I've got my business plan. I got everything. All I need is capital. Well, then you don't need that no more. That's how family work. That's how the family, the Jews, that's how they, they, that's how they work. I'm telling you, I talked to them. I've spent years talking to them. I used to be a Lyft driver. I used to drive around and talk to people. Man, how do y'all do it, man? That's how we work, man. Man, we all and, pssst, and on. But we make them work so we know they're serious. He was like, that's the difference between us and black people. Y'all just throw money at and then they fuck off. And then, then you know what I mean? You got to do the LeBron rock. Remember how he put his niggas through school? Go to school, man. Y'all go to school, get this shit. And then when y'all done, then, and all you need is a chance and opportunity and capital, then I got you and I'm going to provide that. That's what I think everybody should say. Nigga, do it. And then when you get to the point where I got everything, I just need funding. That's it. I just need, I, I can't get the funding. I'm not, I don't come from rich families. Well, yeah, you do. <laughs> yeah, 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 you kind of do. You kind of somewhat do. <laughs> you know what I mean? Let's go. That's our jobs. So let me get the fuck on out of here. Thank you guys for rocking with the North Star Podcast. This will be another episode that's up. We're already at, uh, I didn't even look at my phone. I should check my phone. But last time I looked, we was almost, we was, we was about 3,000. 3,000 downloads in one day. That's everybody saying what's up, saying they fuck with me. I told you I'm big in the fucking uh, trucker and the courier community. When I look at my messages from my, because I do the Spotify shit where you can talk to me on Spotify. You can talk to me on iHeart. You can send me messages. I always do the Q&A. So you guys got to go through the things and kind of look at what I'm putting out there. But a lot of people reach out to me and they're all truckers. A lot of them are truckers and they say, man, I'm listening to you. 
when I'm going state to state and they say, you always keep, you get me through a state. That's what they tell me. I swear to God, I swear for God. They say, you'll get me through a state, bro. Nigga, get me through a state. Cause they like, they do, they do their music and they do their playlist. And they say, when they got about, about an hour, two hours left before they got to get out that state, they say, they'll throw me on. And by the time I'm done running my goddamn mouth, <laughs> they say, they'll see up next state coming up and about, you know, so. Shout out to all my truckers. Shout out to my lifters. Shout out to my motherfucking door dashers. And everybody out there that listens to the podcast while you're in your vehicles, don't forget to shop on the online store, Revelware, for revolutionary people-minded. You don't necessarily have to have a gun to be revolution. I just like to know that your mind is about outside-the-box thinking. You know what I mean? So for people that like different designs, all my designs I have to do, that's one thing that I'm able to do thanks to... My dad, my dad's a great artist, so now I take my abilities and put it into the fucking clothes. That's what I do. I put my shit into clothes and say, fuck it, nigga. So I'm charging high prices because this isn't no fucking just a slogan. Niggas be just putting CEO, $80. Nigga, CEO, nigga. I'm I'm, I'm drawing, putting shit together, nigga. Creative properties, intellectual properties. So fuck with the North Star podcast. Fuck with the Revelware store. Fuck with my new show coming out, Chatty Baddies. We're going to have Matessa Nicole back on. We're going to have uh, Just Peachy back on. We're going to have a few other guests on, and we're just going to keep shit rocking and rolling. I'm going to try to get back and do it now that I'm kind of out of the sling, kind of working myself back into the society where I can move around, try to get a couple more episodes of Me Against the World, the cooking shit, a lot of things. I'm just trying to keep things going. But again... Be on the lookout. Big plans coming from Minnesota or a section, I should say, of Minnesota. Um, got a couple buildings that we're looking at so we can do this um, this podcast studio because that's what I want my legacy to be. I want to give back to the next generation so they can continue to give back to generations to come. All right, Simbali, uh, don't forget common sense is the best form of currency in the planet Earth because it can be spent and used everywhere. I will see you, mother, next time. <laughs>